where will Patrick Waugh be coaching next year? Your options are the Calgary Flames, the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Quebec Rampart, the team with which he just won a Memorial Cup, or other. To be perfectly frank, I voted for other. Because I have no idea. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very big day. We're coming to you from South Florida, the site of Game 3 of the Stanley Cup Final. By the way, from that intro, the Quebec Rempart won the poll yesterday, by the way. The majority of respondents, our key auto group poll, thought uh, or predicted that Patrick Waugh will be going back to the Quebec Rempart. No National Hockey League for Patrick. Um, but we got a new poll question today. It's a brand new day, and I can tell you this right now. I can guarantee you we are going to have a heck of a lot of fun, a lot of audience participation as we welcome in Darren Moose Dupont. A lot of people, uh, yes, we're on the radio, WQEE in Atlanta, where we are Atlanta's NHL show. The Florida Panthers are Atlanta's NHL team, and you'll see, the viewers see, the radio listeners can't, Darren, that uh, I have the uh, flag of Florida over my shoulder. There's a, st <laughs> There's a story behind that, which you know. This is my last show from Florida for this summer, I think. I mean, that's the plan. And I packed everything up because we were at the beach house yesterday. And the golden girl, Serena, said to me, uh, but you got one more show. Why'd you pack up the whole? I'm like, ah, dang, you're right. <laughs> and you know how big of a pain in the butt that whole big backdrop is. So I'm like, yeah, I got the state of Florida here. Chris Sanford, when he was at my house, pointed it out. They used, There's a flag of Florida. So I'm like, let's uh, let's use it. Let's put it up because it's a very big day and we're going to have some fun sports talk. And Moose, let me just say this. Before we get to the quick six show topics where I actually have about 10, what's your prime sports focus today right now for episode 1016 of this program? Yeah, without a doubt, it's the Stanley Cup final. Uh, yeah. And it's not close. Like, it's not close. Um, this is... This is this is it. I mean, this is in the game three now of the, of the cup. I mean, you know, all of the attention is on the game tonight and, and looking forward to it. And mm. what's Florida going to do for a pushback? So, yeah, that's where my focus is right now. And that's uh, I'm excited. OK, well, this might throw you a bit of a loop. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please? Director Jordan, and we'll get down. We'll get down to business. No more Mickey Mouse. Uh, a lot of hockey people blowing up my phone today for various reasons. Number one, a lot of them not agreeing with what Serena said yesterday, the golden girl. Uh, interestingly enough, she don't care. You know what dawned on me this morning as I was brushing my teeth? She's the female Don Cherry. Here's the thing. When I say outlandish things, I'm going to check Twitter mentions. I'm going to check our blog comment section to see what the reaction is. She don't care. She drops the bombs and leaves. So I haven't even told her yet what the hockey people are saying about what she said. But the Florida people, Panthers fans, writing me and saying, we got to win tonight, huge game. This is, I said, hey, this could be the series. But my first point is the NBA. Stick with me. Nikola Jokic and Jabal Murray became the first teammates in NBA Finals history to both record triple doubles. And Denver's two stars made sure the Nuggets reclaimed the lead in the series by beating the Heat here in Miami, 109-94, to assume a 2-1 series lead. Game four is Friday here at Casilla Arena in Miami. The only reason I'm leading with that, 
was I didn't watch the end of the game. It didn't tip off till 8.30 Eastern, and I got up this morning, and a hockey guy, let's call him Dale, texted me and said, are you at the Heat game? And I texted him back, and I said, God, no. No. What people, and this is going to roll over into my next point, but this is my home now. It's been a turbulent couple of years, and finally, I just like being at home. So I'm not going to go to a damn Heat game. I haven't been to a Heat game in the last two years. Why would I start now in the NBA Finals? And I didn't even watch much of the game. Poor guy from Woodbridge, Ontario, wrote in here for, a, for an NBA take yesterday. Uh, here's what I know. Teams that win game three of the NBA Finals in a 1-1 series, playoffs overall, go on to win the series 85% of the time. So that was a bad boo-boo by the Heat. Now I'm going to roll this over into point two, Darren. The Stanley Cup final resumes tonight here in Florida as the Panthers look to scratch their way back into the series against Vegas. Golden Knights lead two games to done, as you know. Las Vegas won the opening games by scores of 5-2 and 7-2 in the Fortress. Teams that start a Stanley Cup final with two home wins have won 38 of the last 41 Stanley Cup finals. We can talk about that if we want. But here's another one. You got to follow my socials. And the show socials tonight, Rod Peterson, official on Instagram, at Rod Peterson on Twitter, Instagram, The Rod Peterson Show, and on Twitter, Rod Peterson Show. Because I got friends from Vegas coming in. They're like, why don't you go to the rink? Can we get together? We got to get photos. And I'm like, ah, that's the, that's the whole point. My whole life, I had to be everywhere, do everything, see everybody. It drove me freaking nuts. So now it's like I just woosa, chill. Not going to be at every Stanley Cup final game, but I'm going to be there tonight. And I cannot wait. And I just got to ask, what I'm interested to see tonight, it's in the, uh, my commentary today, is this going to be just like any other hockey game? Or is it going to be like Grey Cups and Memorial Cups and the Super Bowl that we've been at, where the opening kickoff is delayed 20 minutes from what you're used to and the commercial breaks are longer and the intermissions are longer and that starts playing with your mind it gives you more time for your mind to play tricks on you and if we believe half this game is 90 percent mental i'm really interested to see that tonight and hoping that florida can win some games and make this thing a series that's my take on game three what's yours yeah i i agree with you on that i mean there's a few storylines going into game three. Like one of them is Bob, right? Are we going to get the yep. old Bob back? And you talk about, <coughs> excuse me, he has to see the puck. But I remember, you know, us talking about this earlier in the series, and you're like, he's looking this way, the puck's going off the other side here, and everything was going Bob's way. So will that, you know, happen again? Um, can Matthew Kachuk stay on the ice and just play hockey and not worry about the other stuff and stay out of the penalty box? And that's going to be really important. You know, what does Vegas do on the road? And can Aiden Hill continue to play well? So all those things. But in terms of you for the game, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, the behind-the-scenes stuff. What's different about the Stanley Cup Finals? What's different? I mean, you and I have been at finals, league finals, championship finals, and other leagues, hockey <clears throat> leagues, you know, the Western Hockey League. And what feels bigger is just, it just feels bigger. The crowd's bigger. The lights are brighter. The emotion is more there. The anthem feels louder right. and more intense. You know, all those things. But outside of that, the game feel is, is the game. So I'm curious to see what's different about the cup final tonight. 
And, and by the way, whether it be my friends that are blowing up my phone or our viewers who in our audience who are writing in here about the Canadian Football League kickoff, it's chill. Slow your roll. We got two hours here. We're going to get to it all. I did promise yesterday a big CFL day today, and we're going to have that. I didn't mention I was remiss in saying coming up, we've got Julio Caravada in hour one, the BC Lions radio color commentator, former Lions quarterback and punter. We've got Matt Dunnigan to kick off hour two, that Regal CFL ambassador and Canadian Football Hall of Famer. And we've got Rod Black coming up. Okay the Hall of Fame CFL play-by-play guy from TSN. So just chill. We'll get to the CFL. It's not right now, so hang on. Now, the other thing, point three, you understand with the hockey fans, where hockey is number one in Canada, this is sort of came on my radar yesterday. I think maybe I saw Frank Saravelli saying that Carter Hart might be on the trade block for the Philadelphia Flyers. And then when I joined our morning meeting late today, we do it via Google Meet. I heard you and Clark, the two Leaf fans that I know, or the two biggest Leaf fans that I know, because I know so many Leaf fans. You were talking about Sammy. I'm like, who the hell is Sammy? The first guy that popped into my mind was Edmonton Elks head scout, Sammy Gahagan. I'm like, pretty sure you guys aren't talking about that, Sammy. So who the hell are you talking about? Do you want to take that over? Carter Hart speculation to the Leafs? You, I'll put that on the tee for you. Well, thanks. I know we were talking about Samsonov, the, the Leaf goaltender, and you know, Clark was getting the question on Twitter. We had seen it batted around about, you know, should the Leafs pursue Carter Hart if he becomes available? They're talking about potentially shopping him out of Philadelphia. And, you know, I'm a big, big Carter Hart fan. I think he can be a, a great goaltender. I think he can be an elite goaltender. But I think we both agreed that it probably isn't the right move for the Leafs. He's making over $4 million, probably is going to want to raise on that. And it's a little uncertain. You know, when you get shell-shocked in Philly... Uh, by that market, and and you're not sure if the goaltender is going to get back to you know world class form. He's a you know Team Canada caliber goaltender, a Vesna caliber goaltender if he plays to his potential. But I don't think a team like Toronto or any other really contending team should take the risk, right? I think he'd be a better fit somewhere like Montreal, where there's no pressure to win today. There's pressure to win tomorrow, and you can grow with a goalie. So I would say no if I'm Toronto. But other teams, I think I would be really excited about having Carter Hart. Your opinion, and we talked about this earlier, and um, God bless you for having that. But, I mean, a good goalie is a good goalie. To me, what's the difference between a contending team or a rebuilding team? What really is the difference? And when I, I watched Carter Hart in Everett, we all did. Watch Carter Hart with Team Canada. I still believe he's the future for Canada in goal. And I think, well, obviously, Carey Price's time is done. Who else? We thought about it a little more. We could probably come up with some great Canadian goalies. But in my mind, for the longest time, it's been Carter Hart. And I think that he, being in Philadelphia, has ruined him. Or threatened to ruin him. Similarly to what I think happened with Jordan Eberle in Edmonton. Wasn't a fit there. You mentioned here what I said in the morning call earlier, that Carter Hart, it's a tough market to be a goalie, especially coming in as a rookie and being thrown into the fire and being the number one guy, which is what happened to him. I've seen Philly play here in Sunrise. It's what led to everybody being fired there. Nobody, they all just left it on Carter. So people see the losses, they see the lofty goals against, and they think he's the problem. Meanwhile, they keep firing every coach and firing every general manager. But no, the goalie's the problem. 
We've seen Carter Hart at the top of his game. We've seen him at the bottom of his game. But I remember the play-in year. Do you remember that Philadelphia-Montreal series? Stanley Cup Eastern yeah. Conference quarterfinal. It was the lowest series in NHL history. And who were the two goalies? Carey Price and Carter Hart. So I've seen what he's capable of. So I, my point is I would take him. By the way, well, no, I'll read this uh, Blue Jays point four. The Toronto Blue Jays look to close out their four-game series against the Houston Astros with their third straight win tonight. Righty Jose Berrios gets the start for the Jays today. I really botched that Spanish pronunciation of Berrios. He's going up against Astros lefty Framber Valdez. Bo son of a bishet and Brandon Belt hit solo home runs as Toronto edge Houston 3-2 on Wednesday night. And the roof at Rogers Center was closed due to wildfire smoke. The next segment is going to be dedicated to all Canadian Football League. So what I will do is throw in the soccer now in the time we have left in this segment, which is four minutes. Ryan Gold scored the match winner off a penalty in the 65th minute, and the Vancouver Whitecaps beat CF Montreal 2-1 to ensure the Canadian Championship trophy stays on the West Coast for another year. Whitecaps beat Toronto FC in the final last year. So there's that. But the big one here, I love how our audience is in tune with my life. I appreciate that. They want to know what's going on in South Florida. Is it the hottest sports market in North America? Yes. And then throw this log onto the fire from Wednesday. Lionel Messi has pulled off his latest stunning feat. He is headed to Major League Soccer and joining Inter Miami. Stay with me. After months, even years of speculation, Messi on Wednesday finally revealed his decision to join a Miami franchise that has been led by another global soccer icon, David Beckham, since its inception, but has yet to make any real splashes on the field. One of the owners of Inter Miami, Jorge Maz, tweeted out a photo of a Messi jersey yesterday. That's kind of how they announced it. So this morning on the radio here, they said, we should do power rankings of what you're into the most in Miami, South Florida sports. Inner Miami now with Lionel Messi, the Panthers, the Heat, the Dolphins, who are supposed to take, a, they think, a major step forward this year. This is the sports mecca. And the cool, I want to get to one of those Inner Miami games. I'm kind of being dragged, kicking and screaming into soccer because everybody's into it. Both countries, Canada and the USA. My, you met the landlord, Britt. You met Britt, right? Yes. One of the coolest guys, our, our landlord here, Britt. He goes to the games. Their colors are black and pink, like the old Calgary Hitman and the Hitman himself. And it's kind of, it's a thing. But the one thing, Joe Rose, you heard Joe, he's my favorite media guy down here on the radio this morning. He goes, pumped up breaks. There's only 7,000 people go to those games. Enter Miami, MLS soccer. But it tells you what a star player can do, doesn't it, Darren? Oh, my gosh, does it ever. You know, it, there might only have been 7,000 people at the games previously, but with Lionel Messi coming right. to town, you're going to get closer to sellouts, and now all of a sudden soccer's on the doorstep. And, and, and you know what's – I know we don't want to go – this isn't the point of the conversation, but you didn't even mention – you didn't even mention the baseball team. And to be honest, I was waiting for you to mention a college sports team, you know. I think FAU Owls after the uh, March Madness run are more popular than right. the baseball team. But, uh, yeah, what a great uh, opportunity um, to see <laughs> one of the great stars. And, and for Messi to come over to the U.S. and to play for Miami, I think that's, that's a pretty cool thing. It has, it has people in Canada wondering, is Miami coming to Toronto still? Is Miami coming to Vancouver? 
And the answer right. is no. You're he's checking already the made schedule. Those, the team's already made those trips. But you're checking it. Bingo. Right. Well, uh, Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg, Rice City, says, wow, Rod's talking soccer. What's going on here? Uh, I'm not averse to change, man. Go with the flow. Uh, Randy from Winnipeg says, you're on a sports hotbed, Rod. Yeah, I know. I didn't just fall in here by accident. <laughs> People think, oh, Rod went for a holiday and decided to stay. Uh, it was actually planned, believe it or not. Anyways, ball for all when we come back. Might even play deal or no deal. I'm feeling like, let's do that. When we return. Let's do it. On the way today, Matt, Matt Dunnigan, Julio Caravada, and Rod Black. It's a big day. Episode 1016 is coming at you live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE, The Key, also podcast and streaming. Playnow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the Playnow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. Playnow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. For the first time since 1996, South Florida will welcome a Stanley Cup playoff game. It's game three tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern on TNT. The Panthers home to the Vegas Golden Knights. But as you see, we're going to play our weekly edition of CFL Deal or No Deal. It is back as we welcome back in our co-host, Darren Moose-Dupont. And I will say... Later on, in case you missed us or you're just joining us, Julio Caravada coming up, BC Lions color commentator, Matt Dunnigan, and Rod Black. And now you're smiling, Moose. What do you got? What are you smiling about over there? I made the mistake of checking my phone just coming out of the break. And uh, you and I got a group text going and your Dennis Hall joke. It uh, made me hit the floor. I thought it was pretty good. Anyways, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, uh, welcome in, Navy Don, watching from the lunchroom in the National Defense Headquarters in Ottawa. Dun, da, da, da. Say hey to the PM for me, Don. You've arrived just in time. Allie from Texarkana says, King Rod, yes, spread it around. It's week one of the Canadian Football League season. We're going to play Bet Regal, deal or no deal. For those uninitiated, I'm going to give Darren the betting lines from our friends at Bet Regal, our official betting partner, and he's going to decide if he's taking the bet or not. And there's been one significant change in the opening line from Monday to now game day, Darren, and I'm not going to tell you which one it is. Let's go. Let's jump into it. It's not tonight's game. The Calgary Stampeders at McMahon still favored by 2.5 over the BC Lions in Cowtown. Deal or no deal. Um, I'm going to go with a deal. I think uh, it's a home game. I think that's uh, Calgary's going to start strong. They're going to run the ball. I'm going to take Calgary. I'll say deal. It's a deal for me too, brah. And then Friday night football, 
It's the Hamilton Tiger Cats at the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. The Bombers favored by five points at IG Field. Deal or no deal? I'm going to take a deal there, too, although it's going to be really close. I think it's going to be six or seven points. It's going to be really tight to that line, but I'll take I'll Winnipeg. No deal here. I'm taking the Tiger Cats to beat the spread, and the only upset of the week will be there. Ottawa at Montreal on Saturday. Nick Fatty Arbuckle starts at quarterback for Ottawa in the absence of Jeremiah. Holy Masoli. Cody Fajardo and the Alouettes are favored by 2.5 points. Deal or no deal? No deal. I think Ottawa's going to have a better year than people expect, and I think they're going to get it off, get it started on the right foot. I think they win by a field goal. It's a deal from me, brah. And unless I misread it, which I don't think I did, the Edmonton Elks are now 2.5-point favorites over the Saskatchewan Rough Riders Sunday afternoon at Commonwealth Stadium, 5 p.m. Mountain. Elks favored by 2.5 over Sask. Deal or no deal? No deal. Um, I'm left really optimistic after the Riders preseason. I'm, I'm really optimistic, and I think they'll go into Edmonton and win the football game. No deal here either. No deal here either. I've got Sask to win at Edmonton. So that's our inaugural week one edition of Deal or No Deal for our exclusive betting partner, Bet Regal. Sign up now and get playing at betregal.net. Also the official betting partner of the Canadian Football League. And so I don't die in this Florida heat. I'm taking off the crown, and now we can talk about whatever anybody else wants to talk about here the rest of the way. Um, what's fun about week one, Darren, is right now, if you go to our official website, rodpeterson.com, the picks are up there from the Canadian press. I didn't make those picks. It's from the Canadian press writers, and they've got uh, riders picked to win. I'd have to go look because everybody has their own different opinions on how these games are going to go. I see Kevin the Medium, our sales uh, manager writing and he says bc wins but he's betting with his heart he's a bc lions fan even though he lives in airdrie and he's also a stampede season ticket holder that's the quaint nature of the canadian football league that you could be a season ticket holder for one team and cheer for another but yeah this is fun um oh in the in that this didn't make the game notes this is how sports has changed what didn't make the game notes is that the Edmonton Elks have lost 17 home games in a row. Nice work, guys. Uh, how do you reconcile that? Like when Matt Dunnigan comes up here later, who, if I may, I would say cut his teeth with the Edmonton Eskimos. How does that feel as an Edmonton alum? that they've lost 17 in a row at home. Why would you think that they would beat Sask on Sunday? I don't know. i got to go back and look at these odds, man. Maybe they're smoking some left-handed lettuce. I don't know. I just can't see it happening. I can't either. Like, but for a one-storied franchise in Edmonton that has so much history and so much you know, success and championship pedigree to lose 17 at home is unfathomable. Oh. 
they're playing in, in what is it, a 60,000-seat stadium? Like, they're playing in a stadium like that because this team could fill it. Like, there would be games, especially when the Riders rolled into town, rivalry games, where you'd fill that thing. You get 40,000, 50,000 people in the building. And when you lose 17 in a row at home, the damage you've done, and it's so hard to repair it. But, I mean, winning will fix that. And I trust that Chris Jones is, and, and Victor Quee are putting the, the right building blocks in place to have long-term success again. But there's been some damage done before they got to town, and they're trying to pick up the pieces. It is, it is really tough, I feel, for the football fans in Edmonton because they have completely forgotten about the Elks. Yeah, all of them. And uh, so I'm enjoying the comments from the Peanut Gallery. Um, Jaden St. Hilaire writes in and says, uh, it's supposed to be a massive crowd at the Elks game. Well, I'm looking forward to being there. I'm going to be there with Kevin the Medium. From what I'm told, there's a lot of Ryder fans that are going to the game. That's usually the case. Evan Charmado has checked in from, I believe he's in Brandon. He says, the Panthers' turnaround starts tonight. Go Cats! I hope you're right because more hockey is always better. We covered that earlier on in point two uh, tonight. I, I, uh, it's going to be great. 8 p.m. start. Patrolman Pete says, uh, even the Washington General beat the Globetrotters once. A hell of a story behind that, too, by the way. That was not supposed to happen. That's not probably a shock to you. I think the, the Washington Generals finally just got fed up. Didn't stand being kicked in their faces. Was there a 30 for 30 on that? Do you know that story? Like, they weren't supposed to I, win. But finally, there's that enough, I enough. Know. We're going to take... Well, they're yeah. not supposed to win any games. Like, right. Can you imagine? Like, that is very much like, uh, you know, what do they call it? The Montreal screw job, you know, in wrestling. It's like completely baffles everybody. It's like, guys, didn't you read the script before the game? Like, you're not supposed to do this. We're the ones that are here. Exactly. They're here to see us, not you. But uh, you know what? On any given day, um, you push people far enough, uh, they're going to come and show up, and, and the generals did on that day. Right, and I, I, here's the sad thing. Can we name one player on the Washington generals that, that won the one game against the Harlem Globetrotters? No. But these guys will be running around. I was on that team that beat the Globetrotters that one time. Uh, Jake Hughes. Writing in, he says, CFL kickoff. I told you this was going to be a major part of the section here. Segment two today is the Canadian Football League. And um, Evan, the Panthers fan, says, great-looking shirt, Rod. Yeah, I agree. After today, going to be heading back to Canada. And while I will miss this place, as I said earlier, this has become home, have opened a business here. It's all going fantastic. I'm not disappointed at all at coming back to Western Canada. And it looks like for a part of the summer, Eastern Canada, the oppressive Florida heat does get to be a little much. I had to make that, cha that choice. Minus 50, Sask. Plus 30 with humidity here. I'll take this because I know what that is. <laughs> It's unlivable. Um, but the summers, you can't beat in Western Canada. So I, I did say good, had my goodbyes this morning at Orange Theory with your, you know, you know, Chris Sanford probably watching right now. So Gary in BC says, do the riders practice today? 
Phillip Blake didn't practice yesterday. That I don't know. Don't know. Maybe somebody can answer that question for you. Oh, I didn't, Darren, I did not say the, the poll question today. And uh, Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, has written in with, a, with his idea of what the CFL game of the week has to be. He says, has to be Sask at Edmonton. It's a measuring stick against themselves for both teams. Can the Riders fix their offensive line and discipline issues? Can the Elks' new roster get it done at home? Yes, Nelson. That's what you think. But what if you were a fan of the Hamilton Tiger Cats and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers? Hmm? Hmm? Bo Levi's debut in the black and gold. You think that might resonate with a few people? Poll question is for, of course, Key Auto Group. Get a new or pre-owned vehicle that fits you at Key Auto Group. They will treat you right every time, and it's all just a click away at keyautogroup.ca. We love Nelson. We have fun with him. But, Darren, as you know, we have that little thing called green goggles, and Nelson wears his better than anybody else. Those green goggles, man, they kind of skew your vision. Because, frankly, you could say Friday night, IG Field, I voted for the Riders and the Elks, so I agree with Nelson. But what I'm saying is I have time for the other games, too. You know, I, I think that might be the upset of the week. I just... I really do. Like, let's just sit down here for a second. We'll put, talk about this more next hour because we're running out of time here. But we ex- I, you think Ottawa is going to win at Montreal, and I think that would be terrible if that happened for my guy, Cody. You can bet more with your head than I can. My heart tends to get in the way a lot. You find it hard to bet on the Titans or the Leafs? I don't. As your I, teams? I stick away. I, I, I don't even touch them. You don't, don't bet at all? I don't touch them. Can't. No, I don't. Uh, I bet on other games, but I don't bet on my teams um, ever. And on the poll question, like <clears throat> I almost have that Saskatchewan Edmonton game third in terms of intrigue. Oh, really? I mean, it's going to be intriguing for those fan bases, and I'm a fan, so I'm definitely intrigued. My first thought went to Calgary, BC. These are two teams that are supposed to battle for supremacy in the West, right? I'm really curious to see how Vernon Adams Jr. plays and what BC looks like without Nathan Rourke. How about the Jonathan Kongbo situation, right? And is their locker room a mess? And Calgary with Jake Mayer, like there's a like that is a two kind of heavy hitters in the West going head to head. Not Saskatchewan and Edmonton. In Edmonton, they're predicting to be last or close to the bottom, and Saskatchewan to kind of toil in the middle of the league. Um, and then second, I would have the Winnipeg. Um, Hamilton game, like you said, I mean, Bo Levi against what they just announced, the number one player in the CFL and Zach Kolaris. I mean, there's so much intrigue in that game, two teams that are trying to get to a great cup. So um, I think you got a, you got two really, really big games in week one. Ah, uh, Edmonton leads the poll at 48%, 28% voting for Hamilton at Winnipeg. Uh, BC at Calgary. Actually, I'm going to have to ask you guys in this next segment. I guess I could retweet it. I wrote week two. I probably should take that down and get it right. Ottawa at Montreal, only 4% of the vote. But on a game day, we're going to go to Calgary and uh, chat with Julio Caravada. I'll see you next hour, Moose. See you then. Matt Dunnigan and Rod Black coming up. We're live on the Game Plus television network, which is channel 924 on TELUS, all across Alberta and B.C.
We're also on WQEE Radio, podcast and streaming. Are you tired of overspending on your purchases? Say hello to local deals available on the MySask411 app, which brings you amazing deals and offers right at your fingertips. With a few taps, you can save big on your next shopping spree, from dining to clothing. MySask411 has discounts for all your needs. Download the MySask411 app and start saving today. It's going down tonight. Game three of the Stanley Cup final. Panthers home to the Golden Knights will be there. 8 p.m. faceoff on TNT in the USA and Sportsnet in Canada. But we're talking CFL on opening day, and I'll get to your comments in a moment. Let's go to Calgary now. Julio, Julio Caravada has called Lions games for many, many years. I got your Wikipedia up here, Jules. It's been far too long, by the way. How you doing, Stud? Yeah, how are you, buddy? Good. Are you good? Hey. I'm great. Are you kidding me? Um, You're living in Florida now. Yes. What could be better? <laughs> what could literally be better? Come on down and visit. Julio <laughs> played with the Lions from 91 to 95, won a Grey Cup in 94, Alouettes in 96, and then back to BC 96 to 98. Before we talk about tonight's game, what the hell happened that you went to Montreal for a year? I don't think we've ever had this no, discussion. I never, I never actually ended up playing in Montreal. I was selected by Montreal in the supplemental draft. Remember when they were restocking Canadians? Yep. They were coming from Baltimore. So I was selected to go and never ended up going. I don't know how that made it in there, but I never ended up going. I got traded back, <laughs> uh, traded back to the Lions, and that draft pick ended up being uh, Jerome Payton. Do you remember Jerome Payton, the receiver? He, ne he no. played in the NFL for a whole bunch of years. Canadian, very, very good player. He never played in the CFL. So, anyways, that's that's my story about uh, my uh, I, my my brief stint as a Montreal Alouette. <laughs> yeah, well, you and I have spent hours, maybe days, shooting the fat, and yeah. never talked about that. Not one no, time. No, well, anyways, it never really comes. Never really happened. Never comes up. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Julio's uh, been doing color on radio for many, many years. Congratulations on the extension, by the way, uh, on the radio deal. But Thank you. Uh, Lions at Stamps tonight. Tell me why this is Canada's game of the week in week one. Well, you know, I mean, it's a it's a marquee matchup in the Western Division. You know, both these teams, uh, 12 wins last year. Uh, I know what the Lions, uh, obviously not very many holes to fill. Uh, they have a lot of, you know, returning players. Obviously, Vernon Adams is is going to be the number one guy. Um, they went out and did a great job, I thought, in getting Dane Evans as as the backup. I think that's a fantastic one-two punch. Dane has fit in very, very well here. Um, so, you know, I, I these are two, you know, two traditionally, you know, some heavyweights in the Western Division, and it's going to be interesting to see. It always is the, you know, game one of, of the year. Uh, you hear about all the additions and subtractions and, you know, who needs to step up. And now it's going to happen for real. So obviously lots of eyes going to be on Vernon Adams, right? He, he's, he's, he's the key figure in this. You know, the Lions got 
a lot of veteran receivers and Lucky Whitehead, Dom Rimes, Keon Hatcher. Uh, they've got a lot of weapons. Justin McKinnis coming over in free agency, and he's looked really, really good. Javon Katoy. Um, they are going to be uh, introducing tonight a, a new running back in uh, in, in Taquan Mazel. Um, they like to call him Smoke, and you know he's a he's a he's a home run hitter. Like he, he's a guy that has that capability of of taking any handoff and taking it to the house. He's quick, very very elusive. Um, getting used to playing the game up here, and so. You mean, really, that's the big question mark, I think, for the Lions. How's he going to fit in? The other big one, too, Roddy, is the offensive line. Andrew Pearson, who's a, who's been in the league about five years, is going to start at left guard. That was a battle between him and David Neville. So um, I look at uh, I look at that position and wonder how that's how quickly they can, you know, kind of come together because we all know that uh, the game of football is one in the trenches. The offense and defensive lines and the and the team that can control the line of scrimmage usually is going to be the team that wins. Uh, I could talk about the X's and O's forever, but people don't like that. They like the drama. And you had a little this week with Jonathan Kongbo, uh, the D lineman getting traded out of there. And he had a little spat with your guy Farhan over uh, that he wasn't a fit. Farhan said he's not. And Kong, great D lineman, right? Former Denver Bronco. And he's called into question the culture of the BC Lions, which from the outside, and I know all you guys real well, Rick Campbell and Neil McAvoy, I feel you got a tremendous culture. So yeah, what's the I, story there? What's your take? Well, first of all, it's a very, very unfortunate situation because, you know, having talked to Jonathan, you know, when he got traded during training camp and, oh, sorry, when he got signed during training camp, not traded, when he got signed during training camp, you know, he's a local kid who was really, really excited about coming home and playing in front of his family and friends. And uh, that was some, that was the big reason why he wanted to come here. And so, you know, when I heard the news, I was really shocked. And, and I think, you know, it's just, it wasn't, it's not, you I mean, the BC Lions, as far as culture goes, I mean, I, I think the last couple of three years, it might be one of the closest knit teams I've seen. They've got a fabulous leadership group. Um, with David Mackey and Gary Peters and TJ Lee and Suk Chung, all these, all these guys that are that are that have been around the league, that that locker room is as tight as ever. Um, I just think it's unfortunate because I think Jonathan Kongbo, I, I think his role wasn't what he initially thought it was going to be, and he was upset about it. And um, it's unfortunate that it couldn't have been cleared up. Um, I think obviously he was upset. The Lions got upset. There was probably some things said that both parties probably, you know, wish they could have over again. But the reality is that Jonathan wanted uh, wanted to trade. He didn't like the role that he was going to be playing. And, you know, they sent him to Hamilton. It's again, it, I, I find it unfortunate because Jonathan was really looking forward to playing at home. And uh, it's unfortunate that he's not going to get that opportunity week in and week out. Uh, happens all the time. It's what happened with Sean Lemon and Sask twice, man. So I'm glad you explained that. Uh, it happens. Hey, again, I could ask my questions, but these are more fun. Uh, Kevin, our sales manager, who's a Lions fan, says, Julio, did you get in crap from your rant during the last preseason game regarding stats? I didn't know about this. So dish, girl. Dish. <laughs> um... Oh, how can I put this? Uh, yes, we did. <laughs> um, so yeah, I know it, it's it's. Um, 
Well, Rod, I don't have to explain it to you, right? It, it's, uh, you know, those uh, in-game statistics are are valuable tool for us, obviously. Um, and it was just a little bit frustrating that it, it hasn't been working. I know the league is is doing its absolute best to try to, um, but my partner, the Moj, was was very upset about it, and uh, I kind of jumped on that, and uh, you know. It, it was just a, one of those spur of the moment things, but uh, yes, it, to answer your question, yes, we did. <laughs> okay, well, hey, listen, in Tempire Field, which I, I know what it's like now to get old. We're both old, Julio. Yes, that we are. That guy, Steve Daniel, the, the stats guy for the CFL, he kicked my broadcast box power cord out of the wall in the pregame show, and I freaking snapped. Right. I don't know what you guys did. It couldn't it couldn't have topped what I did on the radio. And then they yeah. said that Yeah. And they said uh they said uh that I was being too rude and it was an accident. I'm like, he knocked me off the flipping air for God's sakes. But you know what it was like in that stadium, man. We were tripping all over each other and yeah, yeah. Was cramping yeah. and everything. It was fun, but it wasn't ideal. But anyways, uh, that's about it. So what? Hey, do you? What do you think is going to happen tonight? We got less than a minute in that game. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'm, I'm honestly, I'm anxious to see, you know, how both these teams look, right? Like, you know, Jake Mayer is going to be the guy. There's no bold Levi Mitchell on the sidelines, right? So he's, he's going to be the man. And, and there's a difference when you're the guy. And uh, I'm sure that he's going to continue to be one of the best young quarterbacks. So obviously, you know, I mean. We spend a lot of time keeping an eye on quarterbacks, right? The quarterback play is critical. So for both these teams, if their quarterbacks play well, it's going to be a hell of a game. Can't wait. I'll be following for sure. Julio, thanks for the time. Let's do it again. Thanks, see you this buddy. summer. Yeah, it's good to see you. Lion, Lions radio color guy, Julio Caravata. Always good to see him. We'll be back with a sports update and audience takeover after this. Matt Dunnigan and Rod Black coming up in hour two. Big CFL day here on the Game Plus television network. WQEE radio podcast and streaming. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games. Your favorite live table games and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus. Use your game sense. Stanley Cup Final Game 3. What's with the Leaf fans? Get them out of here. 8 p.m. tonight at FLA Live Arena. Sports update coming up. I want to read a couple of the audience comments, however. Ted and Red Deer says, what a great show so far. Got to take off, but I'll be watching Hour 2 later this afternoon. Have a great day, all. It has been a great show so far. And time flies when you're having fun. Julio Caravada, uh, we've spent a lot of time together. Great guy. Love that guy. Uh, Brent is watching in North Battleford. Brent Berger regarding CFL Week 1. And uh, he says, no pity on Edmonton, whatever their name, coming from a fan of John Lynch 
and green and white since the early 70s. May the streak go to 18 and lots more. But there's no sympathy for sure coming out of Ryderville for the Edmonton Elks and their 17-game home losing streak. And when, you, when you think about it and say it out loud, it's very hard to believe that's a thing. And Brent goes on to say, by the way, Rod, Miami is the sports mecca of North America. Love the Dolphins. Panthers. Go Panthers. Well, and that's the other thing, by the way. Uh, there's always, and I mean always, something to do. FAU Stadium just down from my house. Football Stadium holds 35,000 seats. It's brand new. I go to the Owls football games all the time. Their basketball team makes it to the Final Four in March Madness. Um, obviously, University of Miami, not that far down the road. They play in the Dolphins Stadium. The Inter-Miami, Lionel Messi. That was the discussion this morning on the local radio. Who now is the most popular athlete in South Florida? Tua Tunga Viola. Matthew Kachuk in the discussion. Lionel Messi. Nobody ever mentions the Marlins, but they are second place in the NL East. Chris Tom, writing in from Heidelberg, Ontario, says, Happy opening day! As always, I'm unrealistically optimistic for my riders, but I'm ready to be hurt again. As the meme says, Let's go, Green! Signed Chris in Heidelberg, Ontario. We played Deal or No Deal earlier on. Both Moose and I are expecting the riders to beat the spread. I don't understand. I'm sure I read that right. Edmonton favored by two and a half at home over Saskatchewan on Sunday late afternoon at Commonwealth. Edmonton's lost 17 in a row at home. I'll stop saying it, Edmonton. Sorry. Not sorry. Stephen in North Dakota writes in and he says, uh, Greetings and no hallucinations from cloudy 28 degrees Celsius, Minot, North Dakota. When and how will the schooners finish their first CFL season? I'm sorry, we have instituted a ban on CFL Atlantic Expansion Talk on the RP Show. We're not allowing it. Not going to be that guy, and you're welcome to do that yourself. You want to sit around and talk about things that will never happen? People do that all the time. We're not. Sports update, the Florida Panthers host the Vegas Golden Knights in Game 3 of the Stanley Cup Final. Tonight, Florida needs to a win to avoid going down 3-0. 8 p.m. on TNT and Sportsnet. Uh, Canadian Elite Basketball League, the Scarborough Shooting Stars visit the Niagara River Lions uh, tonight for uh, CEBL action live from the Meridian Center. Looking back to last year, the teams faced off twice in the regular season and then split the series 1-1. Tiebreaker came in the playoffs where the two teams met in the championship weekend semifinals. It was the Shooting Stars who came out on top in the championship ending Niagara season. The RBC Canadian Open tees off today. Canada's lone stop on the PGA Tour has an added spotlight after the tour announced with Saudi Arabia's public investment fund to create a worldwide men's golf tour. Rory McIlroy looking for a third straight title at the tournament. And the Blue Jays close out a four-game series against the visiting Houston Astros tonight. Jays have won two of three so far. Sports update is for Landmark Cinemas in theaters June 23rd. The Flash... Worlds collide in the flash when Barry uses his superpowers to travel back in time in order to change the events of the past. Next hour, Matt Dunnigan, the Veldosta Peach, and Rod Black stick around after this brief pause on Game Plus and the Key Radio.